through as I said we've got a very special guest on today Isla say hello hello I met Isla in fourth year at school yeah yeah right. when she moved over from I was gonna say Swaziland but I actually think Swaziland's I New Zealand Africa. is it I, was oh like, I did not know that <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Swaziland's Africa yes Switzerland great another good start with the job <laughs> <laughs> last week we you know, totally didn't couldn't figure out where Copenhagen was I said Denmark you did you say did Denmark it. you did say Denmark and where that did is you correct. think it was I, well, I kept saying it was in Scandinavia but I couldn't pinpoint exactly okay so you weren't totally wrong I wasn't Denmark is Scandinavia yeah we were, not, we were, Scandinavia is not a country we were close I also didn't know that the, the V&A was um in more than one place did you know that no, okay. well, I, I'm not really good with things like that. So, <laughs> anyway, welcome Isla. Isla's here today to speak about social media, but not in the way that we have spoken about it before, because we did an episode a while ago on social media, the the benefits and the drawbacks and everything like that. But Isla actually doesn't use social media, so we're having a bit of a different take on it today, and we're very excited to speak to her. But anyway, first of all, how has everyone's weeks been? Isla, you're the guest, so you can go first. Well, not going to lie, I've had a pretty traumatic week. Um, On Tuesday night, I discovered a mouse when I was sat watching TV. So Charlotte's been my saviour this week. She let me stay over at hers whilst the pest control people came in and put up traps. Honestly, I was dying. So me and Antonio had just been out for dinner and I got home. I have this text from Isla being like, SOS and like... If anyone knows Isla, she replies in like five to seven working days, right? So I was like, right, okay, this is actually a problem. What is going on? She's like, can you phone me? I was like, yeah, sure. Phone her. There's a mouse in my house! I was like, what the hell is going on? Please can I stay at yours? So yeah, she came over to mine at like 10 o'clock and we we had an impromptu sleepover. But it's very traumatic. I hate mice. So do I. Literally could not be dealing with that. Hideous. Yeah, I think it's just the worst feeling, not feeling comfortable and like safe in your own house. So it's taken me a few days to sort of like build up the courage. Like during the day I'm fine, but at night I'm kind of like, I cannot go downstairs. And I'm having to sleep with um, my oil diffuser on for like white noise because I'm so scared. Like a baby. Well, well, do you know what it is? I'm so scared of hearing the traps go off like in the middle of the night. Oh Mice are nocturnal. So like the thought of, because I don't want the mice to die. I just don't want them to be in my house. So like the thought of hearing a mouse trap go off in the middle of the night, I'm just like, oh. Do you have my traps in your room? No. So the pest control guy had a good look and they're basically only, they've only been in two rooms downstairs. They've not been upstairs at all. And like, we don't really eat or anything upstairs. So he was like, there's no, there's no reason for them to go upstairs. So I do feel safe upstairs at least. Locked inside your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. no, well, actually, the room I feel safest in is actually the bathroom because I can see all corners like oh, the room unobstructed because yeah. they always run around like the sideboards mm-hmm. and stuff. So you'll be sleeping. yeah. Whenever I'm panicking, I just go into the bathroom. Lock yourself. <laughs> and I'll just spend like two hours doing like self care and like you know like face masks. It's a good like, excuse. Moisturize my full body. So I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't be in any other room. So yeah. You're gonna be so clean by the end of your life. <laughs> So moisturised. It's actually a self-care week. It's turned into that, so yeah. Well, let's all pray for Isla that she soon gets rid of her mice problem. Um, Antonia, how's your week been? How has my week been? Um, nothing as exciting or dramatic to report. I actually I'm trying to think what I did. Apart from me and you going for tea, I can't think of anything else. However, what I would say about Pizza Express is the club card oh. vouchers. Did you know about the club card Pizza Express vouchers? Tesco ones. No. Yeah, so... For example, I had only 150 of club card points, but you convert that to Pizza Express, it's £4.50. It's so good. If anybody doesn't, like, definitely shop at Tesco. Tesco's my favourite shop anyway. But you collect all these points, and I think I had maybe had, like... You had a lot. I had a lot. I think I think I must have only had about £6 worth of vouchers, yeah. and then you can pick the different restaurants. I think they maybe have ZZ's as well, Why and maybe Wa- Wagamama's. Oh. I don't know. I didn't think. Um... I think I prefer Pizza Express over Zizi's. Oh, Zizis. no. Really? Yeah. Why? Anyway, uh, this, the soul balls. What the fuck are soul balls? Soul bread. I kind of like the... I thought you like, dough balls. <laughs> so did like, I. I'm not saying dough. <laughs> well, we, had, we did have the 
dough balls at Pizza Express. But remember, like, because me and Charlotte and our old flatmate Katie used to go to Pizza Express like once a week at uni. You mean Zizi's? Yes, I mean Zizi's. Oh, really? And then we'd get the three course deal, and one of them would always be these like little breads, and they're bigger than dough balls, but they're kind of the same idea, and you get all the three dips. I do remember that. Do you know what? The sense of pathetic. It was too, they were too filling for me. Not for me. Don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I could eat endless amounts of bread. Yeah. With for dips. Life. Love it. Mm. Well, anyway, so we went there. So if you're trying to save money, which we are, it's yeah. fabulous activity to do. Yeah, it was actually really good. We ended up having to pay like about four pence each or yeah, something. Yeah, class. It was fantastic. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I've done with my week. I actually think, yeah, my week went out for dinner with Antonia and then Isla came to stay because of the mouse issue and then I've just been working. So it's been quite a chilled week but we're um, ready and excited for the weekend. So that is that. Yeah, let's get into the topic. Yeah, so as we said, we wanted to speak a bit about social media and Charlotte told me ages ago, actually, Isla, that you don't have social media, and I've always been so interested to know more about that, because I'm always like, oh, I wish I used social media less, but I feel like it's a really hard thing to do, so I'm interested to hear about how you find it not having social media, but obviously everybody knows that I love a statistic, so I just wanted to set the social media scene with some facts about social media usage, so... During 2022, the number of active social media users increased by 190 million. This is globally, but that's still a lot. Wow, that's a lot. That's a huge amount. That's indicated a 4.2 annual growth, (laughs) 4.2% annual growth, with six new users joining every second. I wonder if that's young people, like people that are like 10 and 11 with their parents yeah. allowing them to get social media accounts, yeah. or if it's older people like jumping on the social media bandwagon, like maybe people like in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. that haven't grown up with it, yeah. or 40s even. How, much, how many of those people do we think is accounting for people adding themselves on Be Real? <laughs> me <laughs> me i feel like that has been like the new thing in the last year although like, we're a so bit behind be real. everyone's had it for ages no i got be real sorry in, you like, had it for ages april last year and then i stopped using it do you know why i've decided i stopped using it until you made me get it back and then i've been enjoying using it as well i was going to be like Ella, do you have it obviously <laughs> no no right but like a lot of the things that people are doing are just really boring but i like that yeah I just, I just, like, I, there's a few people that I have and it's literally, like, a picture of them and the TV every single day or, like, a picture of them and, like, the kitchen table and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Anymore. I think because I only have, like, my genuinely, like, close friends, I've got, like, 12 people on it, mm-hmm. then I quite like it because I'm like, oh, they've gone for a wee walk today or, oh. There was an app a few years ago, I don't know if it's died or people still use it but it was kind of similar to be real like a similar concept where you would basically just take a picture at the same moment every day and I don't think you would really share that with anyone I think that was just for yourself and one of my flatmates used to do that and I did really enjoy that Mm -hmm. like because I think it's quite nice to look back on the year and like you say even you might be doing something really fun that day but it might even just be something really boring and mundane like Mm -hmm. studying but it's just quite nice to look back on the full year yeah, be real. I guess that's, you know, sharing it with other people. But it's the same idea. Same yeah, that's true. Concept. Yeah, because quite a lot of people actually at the end of last year had like full, I think be real made, made you like a video of like your whole yes. year, which was quite fun. And actually we, when we lived in Glasgow, both tried to do the thing I was talking about, which is it the one. It like four months. Yeah, one What's second. That called? It's called? I think it's called the one second a day yeah. app. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. it was like a, vi- was it a video or a picture? Either you can or, do either. Um, of every single day. Mm-hmm. But we did, we managed for about four months and then. Gave up. Gave up. I think Megan did better than us. Yeah. But I did really, even those four months, really enjoy um, watching it. But yeah, I suppose that's not as social. Um, so back to my statistics. <laughs> um, so another interesting fact I thought was that a typical social media user spends almost two and a half hours on average a day on social media, which I think is probably, we always check our screen times, but I can't remember how to do it. I'd be interested to know what yours is. I mean, yeah, we, we can go into that. I think screen time, social media, I think it depends on the day of the week. Yeah. Like weekends versus weekdays. One thing I would say is that I don't think if you cut out social media or my experience, I don't think it's really reduced my screen time by that much. Like it has definitely mm-hmm. reduced it, but I think I've sort of compensated with going on the internet instead of going on social media. So like, I probably, I I definitely spend less time, 
I've maybe like halved it, but I still, to me, it's still too much. Like if you do a time audit of like yeah. the week and you actually look at how many hours you've spent online, it is still a bit depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Although I suppose like you, we were having breakfast before Charlotte made us some delicious pancakes and you were talking about how you sometimes get like quite into films and TVs. So you spend time watching all the extra information. So like YouTube videos about how it was made and the actors and stuff like that. So I kind of feel like that's almost more beneficial screen time if you know what I mean because you're actually like interested in the topic and you're learning yeah it's form yeah. of learning yeah can I also just cut in I'm really sorry Antonia's just whipped out her, her screen time and I can see her screen time on average per week is one hour 53 minutes no that's daily sorry daily <laughs> mine is four hours 14 minutes oh that's right. horrific I need to get, I need to get mine up. that's see. also eight percent down from last week, <laughs> last week. yeah mine's Mine's four hours, nine minutes. Gosh, I, I, Antonia, what are you doing? You're... I don't speak to people. Oh, yours is also actually 23% down from last week, though, so it must usually be over two hours. Even still. Yeah. Gosh, you productive princess. Well, not so much. I just... I don't know. Okay, well, that's quite depressing. So I'm probably bang on the average. You're quite high but you're quite high too but probably for a better Different reason, reason. <laughs> I would actually say you're under the average I mean I guess it depends on age group but I honestly yeah. most people I know would spend at least four hours or more do you think I mean I think two hours that's hardly anything that is hardly anything but can I also actually say that's not just just to clarify that's not just time on social media of obviously cause I don't have any, but like I feel like I sometimes will watch things on my phone so yeah, then that puts yeah, it up yeah, by like so half true. an hour. Watch an episode. Yeah. yeah. One thing I've actually done recently is I used to have like Netflix, Disney Plus, um, Amazon and Skygo like all on my phone. And I've actually deleted them all off my phone because quite often what I would do is if I was like in the kitchen, like making something or doing the dishes, I'd often like put on a TV show. Mm -hmm. And then once I'd like finished the dishes or whatever, or finished cleaning, I would like continue to watch it. And I just felt like that was really unnecessary. So now I've only got it on my laptop. So now like, I feel like it's a much more conscious process of like, okay, I'm making the decision to, I don't carry my laptop everywhere. Yeah. That's a good way to Whereas, do like, it. Whereas my phone, obviously I've kind of always got it on me. Yeah. And also then you probably enjoy the program more because it's more of like an activity. Yeah. Like get so your laptop true. out, sit in your bed or like sit downstairs or whatever and like actually enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. When you're cleaning, you should really listen to podcasts <laughs> <laughs> or, or doing the dishes or cooking. Anything. Anything. <laughs> Well, you don't want to watch TV, you should be listening to the podcast, our podcast, okay? I do love podcasts, but I do find it easier to put, like, a TV show on, like, Modern Family or mm. Shit's Creek I've been loving as well. But you not find that then you have, like, if I was cleaning, I wouldn't be paying attention. Yeah, I'm a podcast gal. But I'm quite weird with TV shows, so, like, I'll have, like, my TV shows that are kind of comfort TV shows. Like, I've seen them many times before, Friends. but I just put them on, like, yeah. in the background. Controversial, but I actually don't like friends. Oh my god! Yes. Why is it you and li not liking all these really important things? I said earlier that she did really didn't like Little Women and Mean Charlotte were devastated. I don't think we should tell anybody else that. People might not listen to this <laughs> any further. <laughs> yeah, we are devastated. I can't believe you don't like friends. Okay, moving past that, let's just go into the next question because otherwise I might cry. Um, yeah. So, Ayla, why is it that you kind of decided to delete all your social media accounts? So I would say that for me, it wasn't like an overnight thing. It wasn't a situation where I woke up one day and I was like, right, I'm going to delete all my social media. It kind of started um, during the pandemic in the first lockdown. I think that time was quite tricky for me. Like I was finding it quite hard to fill my days. Like I would, I would have some days where I was more productive than others, but a lot of the time I would just sort of waste away like a full afternoon or a full morning on my phone, as I'm sure many people did as well. Um, but I kind of found some influencers that were talking about like social media use and like more of the negative aspects of it. So what I really started doing was I sort of started trialing deleting social media apps off my phone. So like not deleting my accounts or anything, but maybe just having like a social media cleanse as people call it. So I like deleted my Instagram off my phone for like a week and then I would see how I felt and then I would like re-download it on the weekend or something and you know get back to using it. And then after a while, I just kind of felt like 
the cleanses just went on for longer and longer and I felt like I didn't need it as much anymore. And then it just got to a point where I've, I just never re-downloaded it. So I've actually still got all of my accounts. Um, I've not deleted my accounts because I always wanted to like have the option to go back to it if I needed to for whatever reason. And also like all the photos that you would have on Instagram or something like that, you have them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's also like, I don't really want to, if I do want to go back on social media, I don't want to like start from ground zero, like having to re-follow everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bit like, because Louis deleted social media for... Well, he deleted his Instagram oh, account for like a year and a half, maybe? Yeah. And then he's obviously been doing all these big run things. And just for fundraising purposes, social media can obviously be quite mm-hmm. advantageous. So he was like, I'm going to re-download Instagram just so I can post about my run. And as soon as he did that, he got way more donations. So I do agree with you. I guess it's quite good to obviously still have your accounts in the background. But uh, yeah. Um, when you first deleted it, did you feel like you were picking up your phone all the time and then being like, oh, I actually don't have anything to do and putting it down? Or would you do something else? Yes. So exactly that feeling I would get and I still get it to this day. That's so funny. And, and I actually I, I actually looked into it a lot because I'm really interested in like the psychology behind phone use and mm-hmm. social media use. And a really big thing that not a lot of people know about, which I think it's important they do, is that we're all kind of suffering from a dopamine addiction. Mm -hmm. So our phones and social media, like if you've seen um, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't, I recommend watching that. It really gives you an insight into like the psychological aspects behind social media design and the algorithms they use to keep you using their apps. Um, But yeah, I basically realized that the reason why I would go on social media so often was to get this dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have social media, I actually still do it, but I do it with like refreshing like a news feed, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go on like BBC News or like the Daily Mail or, you know, and I don't even really read the articles. It's just, it's just this dopamine hit that you get That's so refreshing funny. the page. So it's actually kind of scary because it makes you realize like how your brain is completely yeah. wired that way now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's a dopamine thing. And I think the most important thing is to be aware of it. Yeah. So I definitely pick up my phone less not having social media, but I definitely still pick it up quite a lot when I don't need to, like when I don't need mm-hmm. to go on my phone for any reason, but I just, my brain just tells me, oh, you know, unlock your screen. And I think it's that routine that you get built into your brain. Yeah. Just opening an app, refreshing it, and then looking at it for two seconds, then shutting your phone again. Yeah, because there's so many points in your day, which I suppose will be linked to that dopamine hit, is like how it's a habit. So every time I get on the bus or I'm at a bus stop, like the first thing I will do is open up my like social media apps or whatever. And I don't think I'm like, because I don't actually stay on it for that long. I think, as you say, I refresh and I'm like, oh... And then I don't, I look through it for like maybe like a couple minutes and then I go off of it. But how much of your time spent in the day is just like purely habit and I guess finding ways to kind of break that link. Yeah, I mean to add what you're saying, to add to what you're saying, I listened to a really interesting podcast at the start of the year and it was actually a Diary of the CEO, Stephen Bartlett one. I love that. And um, he was talking about how you form bad habits and how to break them. And he was basically saying that it's really important that you recognize what your trigger is. And you basically Mm. described your trigger for going on your phone and social media there. It's like, it's your environment. So Mm -hmm. for you, it's like being a bus stop or waiting Mm -hmm. for something. And what you need to do is instead of, instead of saying, right, I'm just not going to go on my phone anymore. You need to fill it with something else. So say, right, instead of going on my phone, maybe I'll like go and like reach for a book Mm -hmm. instead every time. And that's how you can kind of retrain Mm -hmm. your brain. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to, break the, the habit like once the habit's in your brain it's hardwired mm-hmm. and you can't get rid of it so all you can really do is like replace it with something better yeah that's so true I was actually thinking along the same lines and I've always been against the idea of having a kindle just because I love having like a physical book but because of all the time I spend on the bus or like waiting in lines or something like that I was like I could get a kindle and then I would be using that time to read or something like that I guess I use audible sometimes but sometimes I feel like I go on social media at the same time as like listening to my book whereas I would just and be... then you have to rewind it by like 10 minutes yeah I'm like I don't not, know what's been no, said I have a clue what's been said I do that all the time it's so stupid yeah so I've never really 
like the idea of using a Kindle. My mum has one. I'm not really a big reader anyways, but it's something I'm trying to get into. But I do think that with reading, if you struggle to concentrate on just one thing, I think having a Kindle or... That's Charlotte's dog, Tilly's outside. Sorry, she keeps barking in the background. Every time she's in the room, she just like begs the two of them to be stroked all the time. And we have like a wooden floor and you can hear her little feet on it. So I put her in a different room and now she's barking because she can hear us and she wants back in. Anyway, um, carry on. To continue what I was saying, um, yeah, I do find that like if you want to get into reading or you want to focus on the reading, it's best to do it in a way where you've got limited distractions. Mm. And I feel like if you do it on like an electronic device, like an iPad or a Kindle or your phone, I feel like there's so many chances for you to get distracted and like, you know, just, oh, well, I'll just hop on iMessage or I'll yeah. just hop on like Facebook or, you know, Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. And like, you can also get like notifications pinging up to distract you. So yeah, a book is probably good. So Isla, what would you say are the benefits of not having and not using social media? So I would say the main one is taking time back for yourself. Mm -hmm. So as I already mentioned, I spent so much time just like mindlessly scrolling through Instagram mainly. And then sometimes I'd say, right, I'm not going to go on Instagram and I'd do the same thing on Facebook and yeah. I just end up watching like 24 hours in A&E videos, like five minute clips, really bizarre. Oh my gosh, I've done this recently, right? I don't know what it was. I watched some random, I used to watch EastEnders when I was younger, so I know like some of the characters, but I do not by any means watch EastEnders now. And I watched some random EastEnders video on Facebook the other day and now my whole feed's just <gasps> EastEnders videos and I've gotten such a hole, I think I've probably watched at least two hours of them in the last week. It's so bad. I, obviously with the algorithms, I don't know why, but on Instagram I keep getting adverts for people's pages but like really bizarre pages and then I started getting ones about people who are trying to become singers or have like musical pages and then sorry to be rude but like the majority of them are so bad and then I spend <laughs> literally like 20 minutes looking through like all of their videos. Sean always says this, he's like, you don't look through like your social media feed, you look through like one person's social media and just like watch all the videos. And then obviously now that's all I get are like all these like random Instagram accounts and then I spend like 20 minutes before I go to bed just looking through whatever like advertised ones come up. Singing videos. Literally. Last night though I got a good one. The gal who came up on my um Instagram story feed, she was really good. So I watch all her videos before bed. <laughs> it is just such a waste of time, though. Such a waste of time. I was like, I, why? I don't, I don't the even algorithms. The algorithms yeah. just suck you in. They do, and they work. So that's yeah. I, I think taking time back for yourself is the biggest one, and then that's like the main reason why I deleted my accounts. To be honest with you, because I just felt like it was unhealthy. Um, I think as well, it makes you look inwards instead of outwards not having social media that sounds really deep but what I mean by that is obviously everyone always talks about how like Instagram and Facebook and social media in general is like a highlight reel of your life it's not real life mm -hmm. and I think there's obviously I think many people are already aware of this but like there's going to be such a negative impact if that's all you see every day like only the good so I think not having social media not that it's not nice to celebrate your friends and you know influencers that you like their successes, but I think it's not nice. I think it's nice not to like have it like in your face mm -hmm. all day every day. Like, you know, you can still meet up with friends and they can tell you about these amazing things that they've done, like a new job that they've got or maybe they've bought a flat or something. Um, so yeah, I think that's a big thing. I I, was, I said to Antonio a couple of weeks ago actually. That one of my favorite things about you is like whenever I come home from like a holiday you're always like oh my gosh show me all your pictures and like tell me all your chat and stuff whereas like I I absolutely spam like my Instagram stories whenever I'm on holiday so most people wouldn't even really ask because like, well, I've already seen what you've been bloody up to because it's been plastered all over the internet whereas I love like sitting down with you if you go for like a coffee or a walk or whatever and you've been like oh tell me all about it like how's the hotel and I'll like flick through my pictures and it's almost like you know when you were younger you used to come home from like a school yeah. trip and tell your <laughs> mum and dad I feel like that but I think there's something like so precious about that and I, I love that yeah, I think it is really nice. And I think another thing that I often think about is most people with social media, you end up following a lot of people that you don't really know or loosely know, you know, whether that's like a friend of a friend yeah. of a friend kind of situation mm -hmm. or just an influencer. And I sort of felt like 
I was filling my brain with like a lot of inf information about people that I didn't really know and without sounding too like crass but I also didn't really care about like yeah. I obviously wish those people well in life like I don't want anything bad to happen to them or anything like that but I'm also like it doesn't really affect my life in any way that like you've gone and like had got, coffee somewhere yeah, exactly. you've gone for brunch with this person like I just feel like it wasn't adding anything to my life so I really don't miss seeing that at all and like I said when you do meet up with your friends you can still have those really mm -hmm. nice catch-ups but yeah if you think about it it's quite weird that you know like specific details about people's lives yeah. like, I often used to think that like if I was out in town or something and I would see someone that like I didn't know and I'd never spoken to them before but we both followed each other on Instagram or whatever I always thought it is kind of weird who I like know like what their boyfriend's called, like basically where they live, like what their hobbies are, like where they sh shop and things like that. It's kind of bizarre and you, and you probably wouldn't even acknowledge each other in the club or whatever. I always think that when there'll be people whose posts that I like and like, I, I like, I'm like, oh, that's a nice photo or whatever, like the kind of things that they post. But if I were to see them, as you say, in person, I would like smile, but I would definitely like not always stop and have like a full on conversation. And isn't it so bizarre that I'm only willing to have that connection with someone and like that interaction through social media and not actually in real life so what's the point and i think as well like with social media being a highlight reel especially instagram where it's so heavily based on pictures i think it's really helped me not seek validation through looks like that's been a huge benefit for me mm -hmm. because i think a lot of the time like if i wasn't feeling very good about myself I would know that if I just posted like a bikini picture or something like that, I would get like validation because I would get likes or whatever. And I think that like when I really thought about that, I was like, that's actually, I find that personally quite depressing. Mm -hmm. So I think now like I get validation from many different things. And I think looks is definitely one that's at the very bottom. Like obviously I still care what I look like and self-care routines and things like that. But it's less about like having that sort of Instagram aesthetic, like, oh, my face needs to look a certain way. My hair needs to look a certain mm -hmm. way. I need to dress a certain way. Um, so yeah, I, do, I did think that, that was really depressing that like a mood booster would be like, oh, well, I'll post a, like a semi-revealing picture and like that'll get lots of likes. So at least my day isn't that bad. Yeah. I actually, I always tell myself that I don't really care like that much about likes or anything like that. And I definitely, definitely don't as much now. Like I feel like now I just post something because like I like it. Like before I'd be like, okay, if I post this picture of this like random scenery, like no one actually cares. Generally. My mum and dad might like yeah. it, nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now like I like kind of see my Instagram feed as like a, like a photo album more for myself than for anyone else but it still does cross my mind sometimes like when you were younger well I'd like I feel like we've had this conversation before mm -hmm. like definitely used to get way more likes than you get oh yeah now and now I'm like oh my gosh like I'm irrelevant but like why does that matter like who who's important there I also think that it makes a big difference if you're in a relationship or not how you oh, use yeah. social media so yeah. I think especially Instagram I think it's almost like you're selling yourself to like a potential suitor, if that <laughs> makes sense. Do you know what I mean? And I think obviously once you get into like a serious relationship, you don't feel the need to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing that like can help you get off social media. Because I do think, you know, if I was single, it might be a different situation. Like you do want to put yourself out there. Because it's also so hard to meet people like in real life totally, <laughs> as well. Totally, yeah. Would you say then that like you don't really have FOMO? Like, because I feel like my, my problem with social media is that a lot of the time I see people doing things and then I have FOMO. Yeah, so I can't decide whether if I deleted it, that would help with the FOMO or whether I'd be like, FOMO I don't even media. know if I'd have FOMO of other people having social media and me really having no idea what was going on. Do you know what I mean? I, I can honestly say I never get FOMO and that is that is from not having social media. I love that. I think, honestly, like, I realised that a lot of the reasons behind why I was doing things was because of social media. And again, that's another reason why I deleted it. I just thought, why is this... Like, when I really thought about it, it was actually controlling many aspects of my life. Like, I would go on holiday to a certain place because I would see loads of people posting there. Or, like, I would go to for brunch at a certain place because I'd see loads of people yeah. posting there. And I'd also think, like... I'd sort of wake up one like on a Saturday morning and I would see that people were doing all this stuff. And then it would sort of make me feel bad, like oh no, like I should be out doing stuff like socializing with people when maybe like on the Friday I'd said to myself, no, like I want to have like the day to myself where I can just like have a lie-in and just maybe like reorganize my wardrobe or, you know, clean or, you know, just do whatever. 
I get that so bad at the weekends. We and Sean have been trying to stay in a bit more during January just to like save money and things. And I'm like, oh, it'll be so nice to have a chilled weekend. Like last year was so busy. I feel like I never had time to chill. And then I have time and I'm like chilling in the morning, like reading a book or whatever. And me and Sean just having breakfast and it's really nice. And then it'll get like a little bit later and I'll go on my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, people have done so much today. Like people have done all these fun things. And then I get in such a rut, like last weekend. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I went around to Antonio's last weekend and we were podcasting. And I went to leave and she was like, Sean, where are you going? He was like, I'm going to the gym. And she was like, are you leaving me here by myself? <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, I go to the gym. She was like, why did you not go with me and Charlotte were podcasting? <laughs> He was like, eh, because I wanted to go now. And she was like, well, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, and then Charlotte was going, what were you doing that? You were going out. Yeah, we were going out for and, Anna's birthday. And Sean was going out at night as well, actually. Yeah. Actually, actually I was doing something else. I was going out, out. And then I was like, everyone's doing all these, like, things. And I can see everyone doing things on social media. And even though I was actually, like, so in need of, like, a chilled weekend, if I just actually listened to that, I would have been like, this is just what I need. Like, get to chill with my family tonight type thing. But because I was seeing everyone on social media, I was like... I'm in such a bad mood now. Yeah. I was like, don't leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I get it. It just goes back to it being like a highlight reel. And mm-hmm. I think that's the problem I have with social media platforms. And this isn't for all accounts, but most accounts are just really unauthentic. Mm-hmm. Like you're only showing the highlights. Like there are some influencers that I like where, you know, they will post like a story where they're like, I'm having a really shit day. Like it's yeah. 12 and I'm still not out of bed. And I actually like those accounts because I was like, well, you know, at least they're being real about life. Like, if you follow those accounts where it always looks like everyone's perfectly dressed every day, mm-hmm. like everyone's got their hair done perfectly, perfect makeup, like you're being super productive every single day. Like in reality, like no one is like that mm-hmm. apart from maybe like Elon Musk or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like the majority of people don't live their lives that way. And I think especially Instagram can make you feel like that sometimes. And Facebook as well. Face- I feel like Facebook is really just like a showing off platform I find it really bizarre why people like Facebook because it like no one like oh everyone only really posts like pictures of like events that they've been to and again that's like just a major highlight yeah. reel basically. Do you have LinkedIn? So I actually got LinkedIn when I left university, um, but I immediately hated it. So <laughs> it's I so actually, bizarre. I actually do still have an account again because I'm like if I ever want to go back to it, I've already spent the time setting it up, so I can go back to it when I want to. But no, I, I absolutely hated LinkedIn. But I think that was because I wasn't really in the mindset of like using it for networking, yeah, in a, from a business perspective yeah. and stuff like that. I think LinkedIn is one of those platforms when you contrast it against, obviously it's for work purposes, so you're not going to be necessarily like portraying your true self, but I just go in and I just laugh so much at <laughs> the way that people are like speaking on it and the way so that they write funny. their posts and then you go on Instagram and then obviously they're writing a bit more like themselves. Like I, I feel bad now laughing about it, but one of my friends posted that she got a new job on her LinkedIn page and then I feel like everyone writes so like formally on it so I was just like laughing to myself being like excellent achievement like very well done like just actually taking the piss a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. But, but because it was LinkedIn and obviously I told her well done in person and then she replied like thanks so much and I was like oh my god do you think I was being serious because of the way that everybody speaks on this like LinkedIn platform I was like oh it's just so weird the way that you portray yourself on different ones I think I always think it's really funny because the the small amount of time that I was on there, like I would see people post like, oh yes, like finished my dissertation on this kind of thing. And I thought it was so funny because in that post, the way they made it sound like it was so perfect and everything had gone yeah. so smoothly. Yeah. And then I obviously knew like the reality of it, that they actually hated that dissertation. Like every single minute they spent on it, they like absolutely despise. Yeah. So I just think it's quite, it's quite funny like how far removed from reality mm-hmm. it is. But I guess that's just like corporate world and work in general is like that but yeah it's quite funny so like speaking about benefits and like i guess like drawbacks do you find it harder to keep in touch with people not having social media because i feel like that would be a big thing for me because i have quite a few people that actually just message me on instagram rather than text me um yeah how do you find that i would say that is like the worst drawback and it definitely is a drawback i think what's happened since i've come off social media is that like my group has become a lot smaller if that makes sense so now like i really only have like a handful of close friends who i regularly keep in touch with and i regularly know what's like going on in their lives and see um but to be honest with you i kind of like it that way i feel like i when i did have social media 
a lot of people that I would maybe at the time have perceived as friends, they were actually more like acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like I was saying earlier, like obviously I wish them well. And obviously like, I think humans naturally are just nosy. So it's always interesting to know what's <laughs> going on in people's lives, but I don't really miss knowing about their lives. And one thing I will say is like, in the past few months, like I've bumped into a lot of people that I've not seen in like, th- like three to four years or sometimes even five. And it's really nice just when you see them face to face, you can actually just have like a catch up and be like, what What have you been up to? Like, I have no idea because I don't have social media anymore. Like, you know, where are you living now? What are you working as? Um, just things like that. But yeah, my, my sort of friendship group and my circle has gotten a lot smaller and um, not having social media, but I kind of like it that way. So much more refreshing and authentic because there are definitely people who, I guess the same thing as you're saying, are more acquaintances. So like I don't have their actual mobile number but we'll reply to each other's stories and like send like the odd message on instagram or something which i do like and i really do like still enjoy that interaction but as you say if i didn't have it like i probably wouldn't miss it, miss it. Yeah. and then i suppose you spend more time focusing on the relationships that you actually care about and like you want to nurture so yeah it's quite interesting yeah and just to add to that one thing i would say is that it can also come across as like quite anti-social not having social media. So like you were saying earlier, Charlotte, like people have like DM'd me on Instagram and obviously like I just haven't re-downloaded it. So to them it might look like I've just ignored their message, but it's not really like that. And there have been a few instances in the past like six months where people have had parties and stuff like that. And obviously Facebook like Mm. events are quite big for organizing stuff like that and like Instagram groups as well. So I definitely have like missed out on those things and then people have sort of it, like a week's gone by and I've not responded and then people have sort of sent me a text like, oh, by the way, have you seen this? And um, so I think socially you definitely can miss out. And in one instance, I did actually download Facebook again just to like see the events. And um, I was in America in the summer and I actually met up with a guy that I went to primary school with who lives there now. And I did re-download Facebook Messenger to do that because, again, it's a great way of connecting with people that you've yeah. not seen in years. And I didn't have this up-to-date, like, American number. And, you know, most mm-hmm. people have the same email their whole life. So, like, or they update it so you can mm-hmm. get in touch with them through Facebook really easily that way. I suppose, like, that's the key is to be flexible and you don't need to be so strict about, oh, no, I never use social media. You can kind of do what you do and still have your accounts, but choose when to use them. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. I think it's just about using social media really consciously. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like filling up spare time that you have and you're, and you're sort of like, oh my God, like how's an hour passed? Mm-hmm. And I've only, you know, I've just logged on for a minute or I only meant to. Um, yeah, I think you just need to use it consciously. And I think it helps, it always helps me anyways, like not setting a time limit. So like if someone were to say to me, like, when did you like, or how many years has it been since mm-hmm. you officially stopped using social media? I don't really know. Like I, like I said, it just happens slowly over time. And I don't use it, but like sometimes I will re-download something mm-hmm. um, to sort of stay in touch with people. And I do have to come clean here. One thing that I do do, and this is actually quite a good hack for anyone that wants to sort of stop using Instagram as much, is for like the influencers that I absolutely love because <laughs> I find them really inspiring and like, they really sort of energize me. I never feel like drained from any of their posts or anything. I do actually sometimes like look up their Instagram account on Google and then oh. you, click, you can actually click on their account and you can see like the top like six pictures on their grid and on your phone as well. You can sort of click on the pictures and see the caption. So if you're really like interested in like keeping up to date with what someone's doing or like for maybe they post like inspiring stuff that like helps you get through your week or helps you learn new things. I do sometimes do that, I have to admit. Um, but it's it's really good because there isn't an option to scroll. If you try and scroll through, I think it's more than like nine pictures, um, it basically stops you and asks you to log in. Um, so it gives, so you like smart. A, it gives you a yeah. little taste, but you don't you don't go through that sort of black hole of, oh my God, I've spent an hour on my phone That would be scrolling. Um, good friend on his singing videos. You couldn't get past nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so good for our singing videos. That's actually such a good tip because what I love like a lot about Instagram is same thing as what you said. I love people who are being like creative or like the travel content mm-hmm. or people that say like really like inspiring. Like me and Charlotte love looking at like the 
feel good kind of pages and yeah. all the quotations and stuff like that um so that's such a good tip yeah no it, it actually works really well and it actually also works for tiktok so i i've never oh had my gosh TikTok. i do that on tiktok too i never really acknowledge that my mum sends me so many tiktoks because she's obsessed it's actually my dad's completely addicted <laughs> to tiktok hilarious. he doesn't listen to us he doesn't right like, see when somebody sits on social media and you're speaking to them and they're not paying attention to what you're saying. So annoying. Right? This is literally my dad. Sorry, dad. I'll be speaking to him, like, at, at the dinner table. <gasps> or, like, just after dinner. And then he'll be not paying attention to me. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just sending an email. And I look at his phone and I'm like, you're on TikTok! My yeah. dad's the same. Like, my mum gets so pissed off. Like, my mum does use social media, but my dad definitely uses his phone more. And he's like, stereotypical man can't multitask. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dad. Dad. And he definitely posts more than I do as well. He loves Instagram. Your dad probably <laughs> posts more than I do as well. Parents love social media. And I think they're actually... It's quite bad. Like, that generation, mm-hmm. generally speaking, don't have a good awareness of, like, how bad they are in terms of, like, their attention spans and things like that. Literally, I don't think they even think it's bad. I'm no, like, yeah. you can't... You must spend... I bet you my dad's screen time so much more than mine. Mine's, like, four and a half hours. Anyway, the point in that was was that actually my mum sends me so many TikToks but then yeah I just view them on the web and then you can't get oh, on, yeah. the, on the web <laughs> on the world wide web <laughs> on the web and then you can't get on to the next one you can only mm. watch that one which I quite like because if somebody sends you something I'm like I want to watch it because it's yeah. funny but I don't want to end up in like an absolute hole of flicking through all mm. the all the videos well that's it so like you still get to you still get the benefits of having social media and using it or maybe not having it but using it but you don't get any of the negatives, which for me and for a lot of people are that sort of mindless scrolling and just losing track of time. So yeah, that's a good little hack yeah. to try out. Um, a couple of my friends also delete Instagram and social media apps from their phones during the week and then re-download them at the weekend, which is good because they're like, I want to be more focused on work and like getting the things I want to do out of the way during the week and not wasting time. And then at the weekend, re-download it. I think I need to try that, but my like time spent on social media is weird so i actually spend minimal time on social media at the weekend and loads of time on social media during the week but would that not be perfect then because then you're cutting out because the time during the Probably. week like it's not like you're posting no. or really I, doing anything it's just working from home <laughs> yeah, yeah you're <laughs> working from home exactly so then at the weekend you have the opportunity to check it but you're not going to spend all your time on it because like you're busy doing real life okay okay <laughs> i like that okay I think one thing to think about though is like, and again, this probably sounds quite deep, but you really, I think it's important to remind yourself that like you only have one life. And then if you actually do like a time audit, so you look at like how you spent your time for the whole week. And if you actually think, okay, like if I work from home, those are days where I struggle to concentrate. I maybe get a bit bored and I go on my phone and check social media. Like, and maybe that adds up to like three hours or four hours. Think about what you could have done in that time and if it was actually worth it going on social media, like whether that be like, I could have gone to like three gym classes or I could have read like half of this book or I could have done like a bit of this course if you're doing like an online course, for example. I think that really puts it into perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think the best thing you can do with social media is just to always make sure that you're getting the benefits from it and like minimizing the negative effects of it. So whether that be like time wasting or making you feel bad about yourself, just things like that. And would you say that there's like certain perceptions of people who don't use social media? Definitely, but I do think that that's changing. I think perceptions maybe in the past where that if someone didn't have social media, it would be like a red flag. Like for example, if you were like talking to someone on Tinder or whatever and then you tried to find or if you met someone on a night out and then you tried to find them on Instagram and then you like couldn't find their account to me back like back in the day that would have been a red flag it would have been like that's weird yeah why do it you loser are you who you say you are yeah Yeah. exactly you did find it kind of creepy but I do almost feel like there's almost a trend happening now of like people like Mm -hmm. moving away from social media and not just social media but also like phones and smartphones Mm -hmm. like I know quite a lot of people that have like switched to like a Nokia brick phone or like a flip phone um, and are sort of like slimming down their digital um their digital things so yeah I don't know I think it's definitely changing but I think there is still a negative perception around it and maybe a perception that it's a bit antisocial. like one thing I do think is a shame 
Um, it's like if I go on nights out or to parties or events and I meet people, like one way of like staying in touch with people and getting to know people's names better is obviously like following people on Instagram mm -hmm. or like adding them on Facebook. And now when I go out and meet new people, I do often think like, well, I might never see you again. Or I'm Can I have your number? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Or, or I'm not really going to like build as like a sort of friendship that I maybe would have if I still used like Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And a huge thing is actually remembering people's names. Yeah, so you so forget, bad. you honestly forget, like with Facebook and Instagram, obviously like it's a constant feed of seeing people's names and like their faces and you know pictures of them. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to remember people's mm -hmm. names. And just like a few years now of like not using social media or not using it that much, like I like a lot of people, like I'll see their face and I'm like, I know you, but I've like totally forgotten their name and this is people that I've maybe not seen in many years, but yeah, one thing that social media is really good for is like remembering people's names mm. and their faces and stuff like that. But yeah, I hopefully, I, I hope people don't think I'm a big weirdo for not using it. Oh, absolutely not. I do agree with you. I, I do think it's like on an upwards trend. Yeah. I know more and more people that are trying to either very much cut down on their usage of socials or just like, nah, mm -hmm. screw it all together and yeah. get a brick phone. Because I think people are a lot more aware of it being an issue and whether they're willing to act on that is something different but I would agree I would have previously been like oh that that person must be like a wee bit weird if they mm -hmm. don't have social media whereas now I'm like that's so interesting I'm really impressed by your willpower <laughs> yeah or this is this sounds so ridiculous but you know if you ever like you match with someone on like, some dating app when you were younger or you met someone in a club or whatever and then you couldn't find them on social media and your friends like oh show me a picture and you're like oh they don't have social media they'd be like are they ugly yeah. like, do you just not want to show me are they ugly and you'd be like that is so rude <laughs> no they just don't have facebook <laughs> no definitely i think before like if you thought about people that didn't have social media it would sort of be like what are they hiding like again yeah. like, are they not good looking or are they like weird or something but yeah it's definitely changing and i think that's good and i think one thing that's really good about our generation is with like social media and the internet like everyone's i think really taking the time to educate themselves about things like this yeah. like most people that you talk to will know about like the benefits and like the negatives of social media and things like that so yeah, I think we are quite like a self-aware generation or we're trying to become more self-aware, which is really good. Mm -hmm. I actually think it's our age range in particular. Mm -hmm. My sister was saying this. She was like, I actually think, so she's 30. She was like, I actually think that people my age are a little bit worse for using social media, use it more, post more, aren't as aware about the usage. Whereas I feel like your kind of age range is more keen to like, step away from it i think because we've grown up with it the whole time whereas they haven't yeah we're maybe a bit more exhausted i don't know no, definitely and i think like the years younger than us as well like i've got a younger brother and he like when i think back to how i was at his age and how my relationship to like the internet and social media was at his age like he's so much healthier with it all and again mm. i think it's just down to like the self-awareness and i think what's great is like on social media platforms a lot of the time people speak about things like this they speak yeah. about like mental well-being and and like you know your relationship with yourself online and how online world isn't really the real world so and it's always important mm -hmm. to remind yourself of that i think like there's a real high awareness for younger people these days which is really really good so like overall do you not enjoy that's wrong <laughs> do you enjoy not having social media yes i would say that like where i'm at in my life right now i love not having it i don't really miss it like i've already said i have a few little hacks and sort of secrets of the things i do miss i manage to still get so whether that be you know going on like the internet page of instagram or tiktok and like watching videos of like key influencers I want but then yeah in terms of friends I can just keep up to date like when I meet up with them and you know when I see them more regularly and I think there's something like more authentic about that um, but yeah I definitely don't miss it but I do think I always like to keep my options open and I just think like in the future you know if I maybe move somewhere new then it might be good to like get it again to sort of meet yeah. people and DM mm -hmm. them maybe or keep like in touch with people from yeah. home or yeah yeah exactly and I think as well like like the area that I work in at the moment it's got nothing to do with social media but obviously I think social media has a really big power in, in terms of like marketing and sales industry so like if you wanted to work in if I wanted to move into a job in that area for example 
I think it would be really good to get back on it again. But yeah, I just have to be very conscious and aware of how I was doing it. But for now, I'm definitely happy not having it. I have found this conversation so like inspiring. I was just going to say the same thing. I was saying it to the girls. We paused it a second ago and I was saying to the girls, I actually don't think I've really been part of this podcast. <laughs> I literally have just been like sitting, watching them both speak. I've been enjoying it so much. It's like I've been, do you know what? It's been like a, being a live podcast. Live podcast. I just chip in every so often with some things that I think are funny, right? But <laughs> it's been blissful and I've I've learned a lot and I feel like I definitely need to cut down on my usage and I just am very happy that you're so happy like not having social media and everything and I just think it's very it's very inspiring I don't know it is inspiring like I don't think I could go cold turkey at the moment but I think I would maybe quite like to do a deleting of the apps during the week type vibe Um, and I was reading a study about social media and it said that a lot of them usually are based on correlations and obviously as we always learn at uni Correlations not equal causation about like mental. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you said that again a bit louder. Do you not remember that? No, I I'm do. like that does ring a bell, but correlation <laughs> correlation does not, not equal, equal causation. causation. We had a lecturer that used to say that all the time, and it's always stuck with me. Anyway, um, about the link between like mental health and social media, but it did one with like 150 people of all different kind of like backgrounds, ages, genders, and then it made some people go cold turkey and some people keep using it. And the differences in mental well-being were huge between the people that had just completely cut off. But it says that the best way to do it is to kind of like delete things for maybe like a month or like delete them during the week and have them at the weekend and like pay attention to how you're feeling. And then that way you can kind of like completely cleanse and then add in in a way that works for you so whether that's like looking at instagram on your desktop or like only looking at it on the weekends but then you can add it in at like a rate that is beneficial for you so i'm inspired i'm inspired and one last thing for people that are wanting to maybe try and use social media less if you have an iphone you can actually limit your screen time Mm. for the apps you can set like a 30 minute limit or a 15 minute limit and through the sort of screen time app bit on your on the settings on your iPhone and I did use that for a bit and I did find it helpful it didn't really stop me using it as much but I think it helped me see like how much time I was actually spending on it because I would set like a 15 minute 15 minute limit and then basically when you've reached your limit it'll put up a message saying you've reached your limit and then you can basically either sort of override the block with a password mm-hmm. or you can or you can go off the app and quite often I would like override the password because I was into what I was doing but it was good to be like oh I've actually spent 15 mm-hmm. minutes Trigger. on this now like yeah exactly it makes you more aware of like your time and how you're spending it so yeah so yeah I think that was everything that we wanted to discuss with Isla today Isla thank you so much for coming on the podcast you have been an absolutely wonderful guest and an absolute joy to speak to and yeah this has made me want to have like more guests on I love speaking to other people fuck speaking to Antonio every week (laughs) (laughs) just joking Uh, but yeah thank you so much well thank you so much for having me on it's been a really fun chat thank you so much and we will be back with another episode soon bye 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 (laughs) bye (laughs) woohoo